Bump to Birth podcast. I'm Bella. And I'm Sinead, and we're both registered nurses and midwives. Join us as we educate and empower new parents on the journey from conception right through to the first few weeks with a newborn. Please note this podcast works to provide some extra information that you may need for your baby journey, but it does not replace the medical advice given by your care provider. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode. Yes. Welcome, welcome. Nice to have you here. Mm. I've got a hot, hot question for you this week, Sinead. Oh, I'm ready. I'm excited. It's toasty warm. Yes. Out of the Barbie movie, mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. and the new Willy Wonka, which movie are you most excited to see? Because I know that you haven't seen any of the ones that are out no, yet. No, I haven't. I've seen none of them, and I'm so keen for all of the above. Um, I think Barbie movie's got to be the top contender. Barbie movie, Margot Robbie. Oh, please get me to that movie. It's purely (laughs) just all the merch that's out, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm just so excited. I just want to go to like all of the shops and get all of the Barbie (laughs) clothes and just live my best Barbie life. Mm. Mm. Willy Wonka's a really close second though. That looks so good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super keen. What about you? Where's it fall for you? Um, well, The Little Mermaid is one of my favourite movies. Mm-hmm. Well, it was as I was a child, so I have to say that. I've heard there's a few bits of it that are a bit disappointing because the they don't have the right songs and stuff, but yeah. I think that'll be it. Yeah, nice one. I find the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is my favourite one. Yeah. God, like it's the just old, so good. old ones. Yes. So good. Yeah. I don't know how many remakes they're going to do, but I'm here for it. Yeah. And uh, I'm here. Barbie. I could take it or leave it. Already. Oh, you're going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> Although I did see when it first came out, there was all of these um, things on um, Instagram. And there was one that was like the Niku Barbie. And oh. it had like the perfectly swaddled baby. And then like all of this other stuff. And I was like, me, I'm the Niku Barbie. <laughs> It's so exciting at the moment because my nephew's coming over and he's at like the perfect like play stage and he's getting all my old Barbie stuff. Oh, and bless. it's so fun. So to like, beautiful. Oh my god, like I remember all my little things had like the perfect Barbie house. <laughs> oh, it's just oh it's bringing back all the memes. I love so it. Cute. <laughs> so exciting. Alright, well today's episode is equally as exciting as sure is. the Barbie movie, I would say. <laughs> It's um, an episode you may have heard about the golden hour. Mm. So it's basically just an episode of all of the benefits of skin to skin in the golden hour. What happens? Um, a little bit of just we briefly touch on the golden hour in like um, Nikki special care, care. Yeah. and what skin to skin means and how important it is. But mm-hmm. most of it's just about the golden hour and skin to skin at birth. Yeah. Um, just so that you can learn all about the benefits of just taking a minute to really soak in the moment. Yeah. Just be with your baby. Mm. Such a nice time. Mm. So just to start it off, basic definition of what the golden hour is. We love our definitions here. Um, so it's basically the first hour to two after birth and it's protected time for delayed cord clamping, 
skin to skin and to let your baby do a breast crawl and have their first breast feet. Mm -hmm. It is slightly different definition in the NICU, which Bella probably knows better about me. Go for it. Um, Oh, it's just really, especially in a nursery admission, it's just aiming to have all the main elements of the admission completed within the hour of birth so that all the medications are in um, and the baby is like warm, comfy, cozy, snuggled into their cots. Um, Any lines and stuff are all being... Um, popped in everything's sorted so basically within that hour everything's done and you can stop touching baby and then they can just recover yeah yeah so a bit different for the for either of them but just Um, in case you have had your baby and you've been in a nursery setting the mm, whole time and you're like oh my baby they talked about a golden hour as well like yeah yeah, that's just what it is slightly different but today we're basically talking about the first one so having that hour to two with your baby after birth for all of those good things to happen. Um, So skin to skin is kind of like the the basis of the whole golden hour. Mm -hmm. Um, So as the name suggests, it's where you're skin to skin with your baby. So you have nothing in between you and your baby. Um, We will sometimes put a nappy on for you because otherwise your baby will poo and wee all over you, but it's usually left until later. Skin to skin results in like a big surge of maternal hormones that trigger the instinctive maternal behaviors and bonding basically. Um, and babies also get a huge surge of hormones from skin to skin and they will follow their instincts and if left unattended, um, do what's called a breast crawl. So they slowly but surely will find their way towards the breast and will self latch for that first feed. It's such a cool thing to watch because it's such a basic instinct. The fact that they are fresh from birth and they know exactly what they're after. They nuzzle their way down. (laughs) Their mouth starts up at your collarbone and ends up at your boob. They know where they're going. Yeah. Um, There's been heaps of research done on it, but um, this feeding behavior and the breast crawl subsequently often um women have less breastfeeding issues Mm. if the breast crawl is carried out not to say that if you didn't do one you're gonna have breastfeeding issues no um but it's just another protective factor for um, exactly a better breastfeeding journey yeah it just kind of sets you up well having that skin to skin that bonding time straight from birth and everything it just kind of sets you up for the long haul of your breastfeeding journey and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but if something happens that means that you um, are unable to have that, whether you're unwell or your baby's unwell, please don't feel like that means that you're going to have a much worse experience with your baby. Um, it may it's just not. an added extra. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you have the chance to do it, it's amazing. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. We will make it happen. Um, so usually when babies attach themselves for, as part of a breast crawl, um, because they're on top of mum's chest and mum's often laying back to a certain degree, um, they end up getting quite a deep latch. So they often don't need any assistance, uh, to sort of do that first latch. They, they usually end up with quite a full mouthful of the breast tissue um which is exactly what you're wanting um and they usually feed quite well if in saying that your baby does attach themselves and um you can see they're just on the nipple or mm. that it's really 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 it's hurting, really hurting then just um maybe yell out to your midwife to just come and have a quick look at attachment to see if mm. maybe you do just need to 
um, take them off and just let them try again. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, it is also a time when your baby first goes onto your chest that your oxytocin levels peak Yeah. because you've just had your baby. So they're already flowing really well. Having them there, it's a really good bonding time for those hormones to flow, which means that it also helps with your placental delivery, placenta delivery. Yeah. Um, so because those hormones are flowing, um, it promotes your placenta to be born, whether you're deciding to have active or physiological management, which basically means if you decide to have some medication to help your placenta come, or if you decide to just wait for it to happen, either way, skin to skin and having that time to let your natural oxytocin flow can aid in the birth of your placenta. Yeah. In saying that, um, some people will talk about the overwhelming surge Mm. of love, happiness, nothing compared to anything you ever experienced before when their babies are popped on their chest. And that is definitely the case for lots of women. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also not the case for a lot of women. A lot of women will get that surge from the oxytocin, but they won't necessarily feel that overwhelming love for their baby straight away and that's okay yeah totally normal yeah yeah it's actually so fine some people it's the same as um some people are just warmer when they first meet people yeah and other people take a little bit of time to warm up up. to people it just means that you are getting to know your baby a little Mm. bit first Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that at all absolutely not. there's nothing wrong with you because you haven't felt those emotions Mm -hmm. um please don't let, like those sneaky thoughts come in yeah and it's also fair enough if you're at the end of like a really long labor experience or something like that that means that you're just exhausted yeah. and you may be really happy that your baby's on your chest but you're just so tired yeah. and spent and that's fine yeah. that's all good take yeah. your time so as part of the golden hour um it's usually Hospital staff won't carry this out, but sometimes they might try and rush you along a bit, but it's totally okay. Just ask to delay non-essential tasks um, to accommodate your really, really uninterrupted golden time of the skin to skin. So holding off on weighing baby and doing the head and length until after the breastfeed's been done, you've had some great skin to skin and you're ready to get up. Also holding off on any newborn injections that you may be giving your baby. Yeah. Um, until you're getting them dressed and stuff for the first time. And mm. also um, in saying that as well, all of that can also be carried out after skin, skin to skin to skin's been done with the partner as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, it can be you and your partner. You can yeah. wait as long as you yeah. want to. You can both have all of your skin to skin mm-hmm. in and enjoying that time. Yeah. There is um, some babies will be at a higher risk. Um, so may need their vitamin K injections mm-hmm. um, in that time frame, uh, but they can still they can do that while they're on your chest. And another thing that may be recommended is if your baby was expected to be small or looks really small, it may be recommended that your baby is at least weighed within the first two hours. Yeah. Purely to know if we would recommend blood sugar monitoring or yeah. not. Um, but that doesn't mean that that ends your skin to skin time. It also still doesn't have to be done in the first hour at least. Yeah. 
Um, and you can always ask maybe while you're swapping sides to feed quickly on the scales, quickly back to you. Yeah, or swapping people or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. between you and dad or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A nice time, I think, for partners um, to have skin-to-skin time with babes is when the woman's up for a shower. Yeah. And having that first shower. So they might be in the bathroom having some time just to Think figure out what the hell has just happened to <laughs> yeah. their body. Um, this is usually in a vaginal birth. Yeah. Um, but figure out what's happening to their body. And in that time, it might be really nice for partners to do the skin to skin. And then once both parents are back in the room, then you can do the weight and length and get them dressed for the first time and get all those really gorgeous photos mm-hmm. um, of all the first few moments of your baby's life. Exactly. And just on that, if you are having a Caesar, it's different um, depending on the circumstances around your Caesar um, and where you're having and it and everything. Um, but maternal assisted Caesars are something that are yes. kind of out there where you can birth your baby onto your chest, do immediate skin to skin. Um, if everything's all well and good, um, in some, um, like emergency Caesars, if there's they're a lot harder to facilitate. Yeah. Especially if there's concern about your baby or um, you, like if yeah. you have to um, have a general anesthetic, yeah, it's obviously exactly. not possible. Yeah. Um, which sucks because it would be the coolest thing it ever. Would be. And yeah. also, it's not for some people. Some people, are yeah, like, some people oh, do not want to see that. That's different. Totally I mean, worse. Worse. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> um, But also, even in those circumstances, if your baby is well, you can still do skin to skin in theatre mm. if you and your baby are well. Mm. Um, so and the first feed and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So always ask for it. We will make it happen. We can make it happen. Um, sometimes, unfortunately, um, just sometimes it's just hard work. And- and people don't want to do it. Exactly. So you have to ask. Yeah. It's something that you sometimes have to push for a little bit or yeah. at least be a good advocate for yourself and say, I really want this. Um, and most midwives will go above and beyond above and beyond to make sure that everyone else in that theatre listens to you um, and that you get your skin to skin in theatre. And if you are too unwell too, that's another time that dad might be able, or your partner might be able to do it instead and mm. do some skin to skin um, if you're really unwell. Mm-hmm. What are some benefits of skin to skin for mum, Sinead? Just so many. One of the main things that we've already spoken about is the oxytocin release. Um, And a part of that peak of oxytocin, it also naturally calms and relaxes us. Mm. So when we've been through such a huge thing as to giving birth, when you finally get to have your baby on your chest, it's kind of a moment of relief. You can have that deep breath. You can relax into it something that you probably haven't been able to do for hours before that because you've been in labour and in pain. And then they'll come and do stitches and you'll be like, ah! <laughs> So it's, it's that time to just be with your baby, try and calm your nerves again and get back to. Um, it also lessens your risk for postnatal depression and yeah. anxiety um, because it helps with that bonding period between you and your baby. And something that can happen, um, just trigger warning, I'm going to talk about mental health for a second here. Um, birth trauma is something that can cause um, a lot of guilt, um, a lot of um, like distance between you and your baby, yeah. some issues, bonding, Impact, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so doing a really good golden hour that is taken seriously and skin to skin with your baby and spending time really with them. Really protect that time. Really yeah. protects it. Yeah. Yeah. Other benefits of it is it simulates the release of hormones to support with breastfeeding. 
Yeah. Um, which also comes into that bond, which we've talked about a little bit. Mm. Um, and skin to skin, just as it reduces risk of perinatal anxiety and depression in mums, it does in partners as well. Yeah. Um, so it's protective for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It helps with that bonding between baby and the, the not birthing parent as well. So yeah. That's where it's important for them to be able to do it as well. Yeah. In terms of skin-to-skin for babies, it allows time for delayed cord clamping, which um, is standard practice in most hospitals Mm. in Australia, but just enables all of that blood really come into baby's system, um, which is so, so important uh, Mm -hmm. for them and their circulating volumes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. As we've said, it's linked with a greater chance of breastfeeding success. um, And studies have shown that it reduces the stress level levels significantly after just Mm. one hour of skin to skin for baby so it's so beneficial for absolutely everyone to just because just as birth is quite a traumatic thing for you um birth's also quite a traumatic thing for babies it's a Mm. it's a huge event for them yeah um so it helps to just calm them back down and regulate their system as they make the huge transition from um, into uterine life to extra uterine life and just on that as well it helps them to um completely change all of their physiological functions yeah so their heart makes changes when they're yeah. born they're breathing their lungs they inflate for the first time yeah. all of the pressure changes in their body yeah so giving them some time just skin to skin with their mum they're not being overhandled. they're not having more stressful events or anything yeah. happen it enables them to regulate their heart rate and their breathing yeah um so it aids in them having a better transition to extra uterine life so life outside of your uterus yeah Regulates temperature, which of course, because they're just snuggled into mum um, or dad's chest. You probably have a whole heap of warm blankets over the top of you both and yeah. you get to just snuggle in there. Feels lovely. <laughs> um, stimulates digestion, which can make baby interested in feeding. Yeah. It boosts baby's immune system because it enables the colonization of um, bugs on mum's skin to colonize babies. And of course, like whatever bugs mum's around, that's just what naturally is occurring yeah. in the home and around mum. So you want baby as early as possible to have um, exposure yeah, to all of exactly. those bugs. They're not actually bad bugs. They're just bugs. Just things Everyone that we're used to. Bacteria yeah. on their skin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and skin to skin is also a huge benefit for babies in the nursery. Mm. Um, so mm. in the nursery, it's not... Just like it is for all babies, uh, skin to skin is encouraged often. Yeah. In the nursery, we really protect it to happen often. Yeah. Um, so even little, little babies, if you've had your baby super prematurely at um, 24, 25 weeks, if they're stable um, enough, then they can come out for cuddles. And they have like marathon, they have like four or five hour skin to skin sessions. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Um, But that can aid to regulate their breathing, heart rate, and oxygen requirements, reduces their cortisol levels, post-procedures, like... Basically means um, their stress hormone. insertion and stuff like Mm. that, yeah. Um, It can assist with their growth. It can reduce the hospital stay, improve um, their total breastfeeding experience. Um, And also it means that 
milk that mum is producing is up to date with um, the antibodies that are on baby's skin as well. So it's the human so body is clever. so cool. And it will just, like mum's system feeds off everything to do with baby, just like baby's system feeds off everything to do with mum. And so your milk will adapt um, to bugs and stuff that are on your baby's skin mm. and mm-hmm. um, produce antibodies to help your baby to cope with those bugs as and well. will adjust as they adjust as they grow more and as they change your milk will change to keep up with them so the more skin to skin you do the more time you're spending with them yeah it's yeah. so cool sure is hmm. um it can also give you um a little bit of routine i guess not a good word to use with newborns but um if you are if you do have your baby in your nurse in the nursery and you're not able to be there with them 24 7 when you are coming in and you're there with them and giving them a feed and everything it's just nice to do a bit of skin to skin first yeah set them up get them ready for their feed and even if they're have um, not able to have suck feeds and they're having nasogastric feeds or just or empty breast contact yeah, yeah just them being by the breast as you're feeding them just helps them to make that attachment helps your body hormones to flow helps to increase your milk supply by being there with them mm. so even if they're not sucking at the breast, there are still so many benefits. countless benefits um, to to what's involved in that. Yeah. It's just all of the many reasons the golden hour is the best it's just thing ever. So good. There's a reason that's got golden in the name of it. It's just, it's amazing. And it's such a nice thing um, to see happen because you can see that immediate relief in mum's face mm. and just that bonding time is so so precious mm. oh it's so nice when you get babies out and at like in the nursery i'm talking about because it's probably the more things that i do yeah. these days and they could be up in quite high needing lots and lots of like amounts of oxygen and you put them out for cuddles and you just can wean it so quickly yeah. because they're like this is the best this is where meant to be got them down to like basically no oxygen you're like oh obviously like room same yes, oxygen yeah. as what we all have yeah yeah heaps less and you're like oh my god it's magical <laughs> so good there is so much power in just getting back to that basic instinct yeah putting babies with their parents yes. and letting them be close to them and get that bonding happening get the hormones flowing get everything good happening what's supposed to happen exactly mm. Yeah. And thankfully it is something that is quite common practice in most hospital settings even. Um, but sometimes you do have to be a good advocate for yourself as well. So if you are feeling like you're getting any pushback to it, just back yourself. Yeah. Make sure you get that skin to skin time, get your golden hour. Um, if there are concerns for your baby's well being, fair enough, but in all other circumstances, the golden hour is the best practice. Yeah. Yeah. The gold standard. That's the way. <laughs> Cool, cool. I think that's um, all that we have yeah, to say today. Sure is. If Lovely. you are interested in finding out any more, head over to our Instagram on bump to birth underscore podcast. We'll and we will see. We won't see you, but no, you'll hear from us soon. soon. <laughs> hear from us soon. <laughs> see you later, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Bump to Birth. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe to our channel and leave us a review. And if you're looking for more resources, please pop over to our Instagram at bumptobirth underscore podcast. See you next episode. Bye.